Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, everyone. This week, we're going to be talking about the perfectionism plague, (laughs) also known as all-or-nothing thinking. And this is something that I am very familiar with. It is something that um, I've overcome, I would say, (laughs) I would say like 80%. And I believe a lot of things in life are 80-20, right? So 80% percent of our results are typically from 20% of our efforts. I believe, and Tony Robbins agrees with me on this, is 80% of success is mindset and 20% is skill. And so I believe that formula can be true for a lot of areas in our life. And the perfectionism plague, I am no stranger to this topic. And I know a lot of the people that I coach experience this as well. And it can really be something that can cause um, us to be paralyzed. It can cause us to not reach our goals. And I read a book called Stop Self-Sabotage by Pat Pierce. I highly recommend it. And, you know, she talks about perfectionism as being um, something that really will stop you before you start and really will hinder you and sabotage you from all of your goals. And you're like, Michelle, what? Like, I'm a perfectionist. Are you telling me I can't be successful because of this? And if I don't make it right, and if I don't correct it, and if I don't control it, it won't, you know, it will make it to where I don't get all of my goals and all of my dreams, and I'm going to be stuck forever. Let's just take a deep breath from that situation. And just know that it's not a problem. It's not a problem. And we're going to talk about where it came from. I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. Do you guys remember Atkins? There are still Atkins products on the market. But sometimes diet culture rebrands certain diets and calls it something new, right? Something shiny and new to get people excited about it. It's the next big thing, but it's really just the same thing. Well, modern day Atkins is actually keto. And so if you love eating keto and it works for you and you just enjoy the food and all the things, I just want to say, like, more power to you. <laughs> but my story is I started doing Atkins diets. I mean, I can literally remember, I think it was junior high my first time, but I know for sure it started like the real long-term Atkins situations started in high school. And what I didn't know is I was insulin resistant. So my body, of course, when I wouldn't eat carbs, would drop weight. I, I'm not even kidding. I would drop like 12 pounds the first week. And I got so hyper-focused on everything that was going into my body. And I was so clear on how many carbs were in something. And you weren't supposed to really have less than 21 carbs, even during the, quote, induction phase. But I mean, I would have like no carbs, like none 
And I, it was like a game with myself. Like, how perfect could I be? And I lost tons of weight. I mean, literally, we're talking 40 pounds in a month. And it was something that I was like, I have to be perfect. And then I would go to a get-together with my friends. Or I would go, there would be a holiday. Or there would be a vacation. And I would do my best to stay perfect But sure enough, there would be a meal where I would have carbs. And whether that was a piece of bread or that was a potato, it wouldn't matter how small or how few carbs I had. It wouldn't even matter if I was still under that, quote, induction phase 21 carbs, which is only supposed to last two weeks, by the way. But this is not a class on diets, all right? (laughs) It wouldn't matter even if I still hadn't, quote, messed up, quote, blew it, because I wasn't perfect, I would literally go off the rails, off the rails, whatever that means, and I would eat what I wanted. And all of a sudden, it went from zero carbs to like carbs all the time. And I can't tell you how many times that that has happened. I think there has been really, I want to say, I don't even know how many times. It's got to be between five and 10 times in my life that I would lose between 70 and 100 pounds and I would gain it all back and then some. And my, my journey, my weight loss journey right now is I have a rule. If I won't do it the rest of my life, then I don't choose it. So my weight loss journey is taking longer this time, but I'm not seeing this crazy yo-yo happen on the scale. So that's my my story. And then inevitably, once I would blow it, I would say the statement, I'll start over Monday. And I really want to call that the start on Monday mentality. <laughs> Do you have a start on Monday mentality? And I would offer that that is a symptom of perfectionism. And really, perfectionism is just all or nothing thinking. And if this is something that resonates with you, just know you are not wrong. You are not broken. There is no shame in it. You're honestly an achiever. (laughs) That's just across the board. Achievers typically have a parent that is or was a perfectionist or a very driven person or somebody who had really high standards. And then as a child, that was transferred to you. And then now as an adult, you're going to see patterns in your life that reflect that. And what's really cool is we have the power to choose something different at any time. And so I'm going to kind of give you some tools. We're going to talk a little bit more on perfectionism, the dangers of perfectionism, and really just get curious of like, is this serving me or not? And it doesn't have to just be with diets. How we are in one thing is how we are in most things. And so at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if you are a perfectionist in your eating, then you will be a perfectionist in your business. If you are a perfectionist in your business, you'll be a perfectionist in your marriage. And it just transfers over. And so what's really cool is that if we really hyper-focus on just one area that we're being maybe all or nothing thinking with, it actually can benefit every area of our lives. So I want to give you hope with that. So the dangers of perfectionism, really what it can create is a lot of stop starts in your life or your business. You'll see your results go up. You'll see the results go down. You'll notice that you get 
burnt out. Um, there's something called the obligation versus motivation cycle that I learned from a coach in the past that basically obligation is when we're noticing that we're frustrated, maybe we're noticing that we start rebelling from our business or whatever goal we're going towards, we might start going to try to win in another area. And we really just feel tired, everything feels heavy, and we just don't want to do it. And we're getting to a place where we feel like we really have to force ourselves to show up in that area. The motivation, when we swing from the pendulum of obligation to motivation, is it's like, I get to, I choose to, I want to. It's coming from a place of inspiration, passion, our why. We're going to feel energized. We won't feel frustrated. We won't have highs and lows, and we'll have consistency. And that's why we really start with why in our business of like what we're going for. Anytime you're setting a goal, it's really important to have an emotional connection to the outcome because it will pull you through through those times where there will inevitably be setbacks or challenges. So obligation versus motivation. Other dangers of perfectionism is really having um, a lot of shame and judgment and making ourselves wrong for, quote, failure. I don't believe in failure. I believe we win or we learn. And that's it. And we are all human, and it is not a problem if we have setbacks. It is not a problem if we aren't always perfect. It is not a problem if 20% of the time we aren't consistent. It's just not a problem. What matters more is long-term. And if we think about it from, if we stay on this health journey, because it's such a prevalent thing for me right now, if we stay on like this health place, If you work out extremely hard at the gym for one week, extreme, I mean, really hard, like, let's let's say you are working out multiple hours a day, full capacity for one week, you would see maybe some results from that, but really from the outside, no one would be like, wow, you look so different. There wouldn't be an outward uh, showing of what is happening internally in your body. But if you were going to the gym two times a week for 30 minutes or an hour consistently for six months to a year, what would that do? And so that's what I want to offer to you is that perfectionism is like we go hard, but then we burn out It's better to make small changes over time that add up to be big results that are going to be lasting change and not just change for the week, change for the month. And if you have a business, I would offer that if you are working your business for the month, you are probably experiencing a roller coaster of emotions and a roller roller coaster of results. Don't work your business for the month. Work your business for your life. You see, my business coach, she talks about having a three-year plan. And she talks about what it does to us when we get into the rigidity of deadlines and and what that does to um, our energy level and puts us into that obligation versus motivation. So obligation is, I have to hit this goal by the end of the month. Motivation is, I'm going to make 200,000 my business, in my business, I'm going to make 200000 
that puts me into motivation versus being like, I'm going to make 200,000 of my business in the next six months. Do you feel the energy difference? And think about your goals that you're going for right now, because you can create a lot in a day, a week, a month, but nothing like what you could create over the course of three years. Imagine what you can create in three years. So that's the power of having a a three-year goal versus a three-week goal. This is your life, and you want a business that feels good, and you want a life that feels good. And if you want those things, it's small, incremental, compounding choices that are casting votes for your future life and business. Every choice that you make is casting votes. If 80% of the votes are in the right direction, you will have a beautiful life. So don't underestimate the power of the small choices. So now let's talk about the cures for perfectionism. So the cures for perfectionism, let's just acknowledge that you're just going to always want to be perfect. And that doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. That just means that you're a driven person and you're an achiever. And what if that's just not a problem? Let's just start there and release any shame and judgment. And that's really the next step of curing perfectionism is releasing shame around doing it imperfectly. If you are not, quote, failing, quote, failing often, if you are not, then I would suggest that your goal isn't big enough. And I would suggest that you're afraid to set big goals because you are afraid of failing. Over time, perfection and Perfectionism creates stagnancy, it creates uh, paralysis, and ultimately we stop playing games that we can't win. And you will start to choose different things consistently all the time that you can win in. And if you find that you're not winning, you won't play at all. And so that's the dangers of perfectionism and all or nothing thinking. So when we release shame and it just doesn't mean anything about us, our worth, our value, our contribution on this planet, when we have times where we set a goal and we don't make it, it's just not a problem if we're not shaming ourselves for not being perfect. The key to stepping out of that is is getting curious about the conversation that you're having with your subconscious and in your brain. Do you celebrate yourself for the small wins? Do you give your brain evidence of all the reasons why you are qualified to meet your goal? All the reasons that you have the life that you have now? What you've created now, all the positive things in your life, are you acknowledging those things Because if you're not, then your subconscious brain, I like to call it your little girl brain, she's never going to feel enough and she's going to want to stop playing. So if you want to play the game and if you want to win the game, you have to start celebrating her for the small steps along the way. You see, the problem for most entrepreneurs, is the gap becomes too painful because of the self-judgment that they put on themselves of that they should have been there by now, they should be further by now, they should have a certain title or income by now. And that self-judgment doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve you. 
hear me on this. If you are constantly beating yourself up, you are not in creation. And if you release that perfectionism and you release that judgment and you go and you play and you celebrate every little ounce of movement towards your goal, it will create momentum and energy and motivation in your life and business. I guarantee it. So those are some cures for perfectionism is really releasing shame and just being okay with the gray area as you're growing and really elevating your self-concept elevating your self-concept. If you believe your goal is possible, you will go to work to make it happen. But if we're constantly putting ourselves down or shaming ourselves, then that is going to deflate us and we'll never believe that we're capable to accomplish our big audacious goals. So here's some tools that you can use. Tool number one, can I just? Can I just squashes perfectionism. Can I just is focusing on what I can do in the present moment that's going to get me closer to my goals. So today, can I just make one more booking attempt? Today, can I just focus on drinking my water? Today, can I go on a walk? Today, can I get clear on what's coming up for my appointments? Can I reach out to one person Can I provide value to one person? Can I show up on social media in one post? Can I just try to make a reel or try to go live? What if I could just do a story? What if I could just do it imperfectly, do it, quote, wrong, do it, quote, badly? What does that even mean? What if you could just do it? What if you could just take one step? What is the one thing that's going to get you closer to your goal? And ask yourself, can I just sit down with my calendar and get clear? Can I just make a list of the people that I will reach out to? That can I just creates momentum because the win and the dopamine hit that you will get when you have that first win and that first accomplishment will create momentum for more. So that's the first tool. I always ask myself, can I just X, Y, or Z? And then celebrate yourself when you do it, whatever it is. If you want more of it, recognize it. And then the next thing that I use, the tool that I use is called, um, I just call it saying, of course. My coach talks about this a lot too, is that, you know, when something doesn't go perfectly or we don't follow our schedule or we miss the mark, What if we just said, of course I did. I'm human. Okay, now I'll just focus on my next thing. I'll focus, what is my next best step? Of course, of course I didn't get the results that sometimes I am so attached to. (laughs) Of course, that's okay. What if it's just okay? You see, the key to being emotionally bulletproof is acceptance. And when we say, of course that happened, We release shame, we release judgment, and we release the results because they're just results. They're just evidence of the activity that we did or didn't do. That's all it is. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't matter about your worth. If you think about a brand new little baby, that baby doesn't provide for the family. That baby doesn't show up to work. That baby doesn't have a business. But is that baby deserving of love and acceptance? And getting its needs met, yes, simply because it exists and simply because it's alive. 
And what if you talked to yourself that way? What if you nurtured yourself that way? What if you nurtured your business that way? What would that look like? How would that feel? So of course, sometimes it's just going to be of course. And then we just ask, what is my next best step? Well, thank you so much for tuning in this week. As always, I want to invite you, if you are not part of the Align Leader Collective Group Coaching, there's a link in the show notes. If you want to have an interaction with me weekly where we do group coaching, you can be coached one-on-one on the call. It's an intimate group of powerful women who are all growing their lives and businesses. And I have a super exciting announcement on uh, January 11th, 2023 to January 13th, I will be doing a free workshop called Profitable on Purpose for Social Sellers. If you are a a business owner, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are somebody who wants to have more income in your life, if you are somebody who wants to have more peace around money, more peace around your business, if you are tired of being in the same place, if you are ready for more consistent income, if you're ready for selling to feel natural and easy, whatever it is that you sell, a product or a service, and you're ready for your most profitable year ever, then you are not going to want to miss this free workshop, January 11th through the 13th. The link in the show notes will um, allow you to register, but I will uh, let you know that space is limited. So it's first come, first serve, and there will be recordings of it as, a, as well. It's an hour each day, January 11th, 12th, and 13th, and we are going to be digging in and creating intention around 2023 that is going to be life-changing, business-changing, and mindset-changing. I cannot wait. So click the link in the show notes, and I'll see you guys there and talk to you next week.